You're listening to Create Wealth Through Franchising, and I'm your host, Kim Daly. In my 20 years as a franchise consultant, I've helped hundreds of people achieve their dreams of building and scaling franchise businesses to create wealth. The interview you're about to hear can also be found on my YouTube channel, where I post new franchising content multiple times per week. Please take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and to my YouTube channel at kimdaily.tv. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Daily Coach YouTube channel. Today, we're going to be sharing more of the good news coming out of 2020. I have here with me a great longtime friend, Meg Roberts, the president and CEO currently of The Lash Lounge. Welcome to the show, Meg. Thanks for having me, Kim. I'm so excited and impressed with what you're doing. I feel super honored to be an early guest on what is going to be a very popular show. So thanks for having me. You're awesome. Thank you so much. Um, You know, Meg, you know what, before we dive in and talk a little bit about the good news of the Lash Lounge and the the rebound effect, I think that uh, sort of defies a little bit of what people may think happened in 2020 to a business like the Lash Lounge. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your amazing background in franchising and the brands that you've been blessed to be associated with over the years. I'm happy to. Listen, I um, like a lot of people in franchising, I kind of stumbled into this industry, but I feel super blessed because I feel like it's one of those industries where once you get a little familiar with it, there is just constant daily wins with daily. There I'm throwing in the name. Constant daily wins with your franchisees and the satisfaction that comes with really sincerely helping other people. It just sounds corny when you say it from the outside. Nobody can be that interested in somebody else's success, but gosh, it feels so good. So every day you're doing something to help someone else. So for me, it was kind of accidental. I came from an advertising background, uh, landed uh, at a company called Molly Made, made a transition to the Lash Lounge a few years ago. Um, Quite similar, believe it or not, um, similar clientele, you know, really women who are looking to kind of solve some of their challenges who are active, they're raising families, they have jobs, you know, whether we're solving problems in the home and, uh, and trying to create some free time or now uh, trying to uh, make people feel great about themselves on the outside so that the real beauty from the inside comes out. So that's, that's kind of uh, my lot in franchising and, and where I've landed here today. Tell us a little bit about how the Lash Lounge, what happened in March of 2020 when you're up in Michigan, when things shut down and all across the country with your stores, and then the unexpected what happened when the doors started to reopen. Yeah, so for us, you know, the the unexpected became the expected. We anticipated what was happening uh, middle of March. And, you know, we had worked for about two years. Our brand is only about two years old in terms of its real scale of franchising. Uh, took us about two years to open 100 stores and took us about two days to, to close 100 stores. So, you know, you can you can wallow in that heartbreak and you can, you know, spend too much time um, agonizing over what might happen. Uh, but we really just organized very quickly. And I wouldn't say it was just the processes that we organized. We really wanted to organize the communication because we knew people were going to be on these emotional roller coasters. So for me, it was really about let's get the stuff done. Let's help them with rent. Let's help them with PPP and PPE. 
But let's also make sure that we're really focused on people's emotional health during this time, that we're engaging, we're reminding each other about the community that we have, about the mutual support we have in our franchise. And within the entire network of franchising, right, there's there's this um, aloneness that I think happens with COVID. People were isolated. They were isolated from their friends and family. And in franchising, we always talk about this franchise family. And so, you know, what more important time than a time of crisis to make sure that you magnify that family. So that was a really big deal for us um, to really take care of our franchisees uh, in terms of how they were feeling. And then, you know, we couldn't anticipate exactly what that bounce back would look like, Kim. You know, will we have limitations? Will we have capacity constrictions? Will people be, you know, understandably reluctant about coming in for personal services? And what I can say is that we were more than pleasantly surprised. I think it was a balance of our preparedness, you know, really putting in place all the safety protocols. We did not budge on anything uh, from cleanliness to, you know, fogging our salons to masking our guests and our employees. Uh, people embrace that. And what we really discovered is that, gosh, you know, after a handful of months behind your computer, staring at yourself in a camera, wearing a mask, um, what was a, you know, maybe a, an emerging beauty trend in eyelash extensions has become this very desirable beauty standard that does exactly the things we've always said, which is empowers you and kind of limits the time you have to spend in the mirror. People wanted that escape, I think, more than anything to come back to our salon. So I am all about celebrating the good news, um, not to suggest things were not hard for everybody. But we're really, really pleased uh, with just how much our business has, quite frankly, exploded um, since COVID. So I'm not wearing lashes today. I can't get into our own local salon here in Ann Arbor because we're so booked. So that's a good problem to have. That's so great. Well, you said a couple of things. So in franchising, we use the very cliched expression, you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And I don't think that candidates coming to the process of exploring a franchise fully appreciate the value of what you just said, the family inside a franchise. And like, I almost want to be like, say what? So did you hear people? Because franchisors actually care about you. Like, you know, there's so many myths and misconceptions that the franchisor is the enemy. And it, when you're part of the right franchise system, that's so not the case as you, the president and CEO, just solidified. And I'm sure if we went out and we interviewed your franchise owners, they would validate that same thing that they feel. I know they would because placement of them, but they feel well supported. Well, I think, you know, Kim, you you have such a reputation in this industry of really caring for your candidates. You're not placing them. You're guiding them. And I'm not taking them. I'm coaching them. And for real people who really, truly have a passion, we feel that way. I mean, I honestly can say and I know it makes people go, oh, it's crazy. I honestly can say I should not be earning money until our franchisees are successful. I really shouldn't. Franchising is a long run game, right? We need to show that we support you, that your royalties are eventually going to support the franchisor in a sense that it's that partnership, that we are, we're not codependent, we're co-productive. And that's really, really what we're looking for. But I would say, and I've said to your candidates, because you've always uh, sent us some really great people, 
One of the most important things in this industry, set aside what brand I'm associated with, is find out about the leadership. Make sure when you're validating and you're looking at three, five, 10 different franchise concepts that you're asking the franchisees, how much does the franchisee support you? And I'm not talking about phone calls or you know fees here and there. I'm talking about expertise, honesty, communication, fairness, follow through. Do you want to take a road trip with that person? Do you feel like they are at their core a good human? Because we are not all created equal. And it's our job as people in this industry, I think, to help guide folks toward those who really have the level of integrity that propels our industry to positivity. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if this franchise sounds like a fit for you, I would love to be your Daily Coach. Email me right now for a totally free consultation at inquire at kimdaily.tv. There's so much negative, negative noise out there and misconceptions and myths about franchising that I have recognized in 19 years. And it's really one of the reasons that I want to just build this YouTube channel and share more and more positive news from franchising. And as you said, I mean, it's not, it wasn't all easy. You know, we, we can talk about it in retrospect, you know, like anything in hindsight is Phew, that's over, you know, so you can remember all the good stuff, but there were some, I'm sure some very hard times and big decisions. And one of the things I love that you said that I've heard from another franchisor is that you cared about like how people were feeling. So a lot of candidates who come to the idea of owning a franchise make it all about the numbers. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, I don't know that that's really the best approach because there's so much more that goes into being a happy, successful franchise owner than just the numbers of a business. There's this, um, this connection to the family, to the franchise, and the fact that you recognize that people needed your support and needed, you know, I mean, I think all of us were at some point maybe feeling like, you know, we're going to just get into the fetal position and just like hide from the world. But you recognize that. And as the leader of the organization said, no, like we're going to come together as a group because together we're going to be stronger and we're going to emotionally support each other. I mean, like in corporate America, I don't know, does that even happen? You know, I, I think in my corporate America, it does because we're very intent on our home office employees and we don't refer to ourselves as the headquarters or the corporate or the franchisor, but home office, like that's intentional as well. We want this to feel like, you know, you spend more time here often than you do in your home. At least you did two years ago. But, you know, I I fundamentally feel like if we're not enjoying what we're doing, if we're not passionate and we don't have a great attitude about what we're doing, whether we're, you know, a, a truck driver or a doctor or a teacher or a franchisee, if we're not passionate about what we're doing, then we're not going to convey an attitude that attracts other people, that attracts clients, that attracts additional franchisees, that attracts employees. So that's very Pollyanna. I've been accused of that my whole career. And I say, bring it. I don't care. Like I am about a positive attitude. I am about a glass half full. And I I get it. That's not what rings everybody's bell. Some people are much more motivated by the number of franchises they've sold or their EBITDA. And, and all of that matters to me. But it, it's not the first thing that matters to me. You'll never hear me talk about the number of licenses we've sold. I don't, I don't even know. I don't know. 
because I'm really interested in those who are open. They are my responsibility. And, and I think they feel responsible to me as well when you really truly do respect one another. It doesn't mean we all get along. It doesn't mean we're perfect. It doesn't mean we're flawless. We've made plenty of mistakes, but we also own them. And we just say it right away like, hey, we should have done better. I should have thought of that differently. Next time I'll do better. You know, my, my favorite quote is Maya Angelou. And she says, I did then what I knew how to do. And when I knew better, I did better. And so we're always learning and we should have grace to help one another improve. And, you know, I, I just feel really blessed to have a franchise system that is so open to helping one another. They're so interested in one another's success. They're competitive, but they know there's just so much space for everybody. And they are, you know, just inspired by how many people want to go out and have their lashes done right now. So amen, we're happy about that. What percentage of your owners are uh, not women, not the user of the, the product? Yeah, I wish I could tell you right off the top of my head. I just don't segment our franchisees like to me everybody is equal and same gets the same attention if i had to guess and guessing is never a good idea but i'd say it's 50 percent, which probably surprises people i guarantee you it's not 10 it's not 20 it's not 30. um it's it's probably about half of our franchisees and i think what they've discovered with your uh coaching and encouragement is that this is just a really great industry for recurring revenue and membership, which is pretty typical. Uh, people are attracted to things when you said earlier, you know, folks get focused um, on the economics. You know, what do the numbers say? And the numbers, the numbers matter. But what I would say matters, should matter most to someone when they're making a decision is, what do you see that's interesting and different in that model or in that industry? It could be lashes. It could be window cleaning. It could be a new type of fitness. If you see something that looks like it has longevity and you have the right attitude and the aptitude and you're properly financed, then you've got something there. That's kind of like the magic triangle um, to make it work. And, you know, in my personal opinion, I think sometimes numbers can be distracting and deceiving. And we want to make sure that we're really doing something for the right reason. And that can be um, an equation that people don't often spend time adding up. Hey, Daily Coach fans, if you're inspired by this conversation, I invite you to email me right now to explore this franchise opportunity. My email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. Any highlight stories from 2020 that you want to share before we wrap this up about, you know, things that you just were in awe of even as the doors you know reopened? Actually, I, I, I do have one that's just so special um, to me, and it's one of many. But I think, uh, you know, for, for me personally, during uh, the year 2020, there was so much going on with our franchisees and just such heightened anxiety that, you know, I was trying to suppress to be the, um, you know, the positive beacon for them. But there was a lot of, you know, other conflict in our country, you know, a lot of political strife, a lot of racial tension, you know, so many things that were that were taking our heart and, and soul and, you know, things we were agonizing over. And, and we have a terrific franchisee. His name is Michael Jania um, on the uh, north side of downtown Chicago, actually River North, excuse me. I, I lived in Chicago a long time, but I'm forgetting the neighborhoods. And Michael's uh, salon was pretty heavily vandalized uh, during some of um, some of the feedback and, and challenges during uh, protests and so forth. And 
What happened at Michael's salon was incredible. The people in the community, the people in the neighborhood, his own employees, everybody really came together to repair and restore and assist the business owners. You know, we're all kind of saying, gosh, coulda, shoulda, woulda, we wish things were different. And let's, let's figure out how we can be better people. The best way to be better is to look back on the day before and say, the next day I'm going to do something even better than that. Whatever our contributions are, we can always be one step better. So it was just terrific to see this outpouring of people who cared and were contributing. And, um, you know, we have all of the pictures of people painting the, the boarded up salon and just and and taking it in and doing the right thing next. So we've we've got really incredible people in this country, not just incredible franchisees, but we've hardworking individuals in all walks of life. And it's just so important that we stop and recognize we are all Americans and taking care of one another is just, it should be job number one. Now, I, one thing I didn't say when you were commenting before is that like, yeah, eyelashes, it's not like women are, you know, that's ever gonna go like out of fashion, right? Because no. uh, we all we all wanna look and feel our best. And as we age, you know, sometimes we have to do things. That's right. <laughs> Looking young and so, those uh, executive men who look at the lash lounge, they may not be the client, but they know that women spend money on themselves and therein lies the market. Yes, they do. And we have we have not seen really anything in the trends of beauty to bring it back to, uh, to franchising. We haven't seen really anything in trends of beauty that has um, vanished over the last 20 years, maybe tanning salons, uh, but everything else has become incremental, right? Whether you're waxing or you're putting in hair extensions or lash extensions or, you know, different ways of having your nails done. Uh, somehow we find a way to keep adding those things to our list. So I would say any gentleman who's considering whether or not there's longevity there, uh, just ask your wife or your girlfriend or your daughter, how many things she's, how many things she's uh, also adding uh, to the monthly budget. Card bill. That's right. That's terrific. I enjoy you so much. I'm so happy to have you on. And look, your Pollyanna world meets my Pleasantville world. I did it. I interviewed. I interviewed a franchise attorney yesterday, and we were, you know, as you can imagine, how that would go. Yeah. And he said that, oh, you you just live in Pleasantville, Kim. And I said, yeah, and I'm happy to live in Pleasantville. So this is why you and I get along so well. Thank you so much for having me. I think what you're doing is going to be so helpful for future people considering franchising to really understand this is a fabulous industry. There's so much opportunity and there are so many great people doing great things. So thanks for inviting me and I hope to come back um, another time. Thanks for sharing. Have a great day. Until next time, I am the Daily Coach. See you next time. If you found this inspiring, please contact me at inquire at kimdaily.tv. My consulting services are totally free to you. Again, that email is inquire at kimdaily.tv. I can't wait to hear from you.